I graduated from Franklin Pierce in May and I'm 22 years old and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life now. I spent the last four years basically just so focused on graduating and on getting to grad school and doing all of that and now that I'm actually here and I'm not in grad school I haven't even applied yet but now that I'm at that part after college that like kind of blurry after space I have no idea what I'm doing and um, I just wanted a space to talk about that so I'm going to talk about that here. Um, Ironically right now I'm sitting on my college campus. Um, I keep thinking about that first time I drove onto campus. I wonder what it's like on other colleges. At Franklin Pierce when you drive up for the first time they have this big banner across um, one of the parking lots as you're driving up and it just says welcome home and I remember seeing that for the first time and being like it's crazy to think that I'm going to think of this place as home someday. And now I'm back on campus after I've lived here for four years and I'm not living here anymore and it's no longer home and it's it's just weird. It's weird. It's like visiting your childhood home and still feeling like that's your home. I mean, currently right now I live with my parents, um, as I think most people out of college do. I remember when I first realized I was going to be living at home out of college, I felt so far behind. Like I have all these friends from didn't go to college and so who have been moved out since they were like 18 or 19 years old and have a place on their own and they never did college but like they have their it feels like they have their life together so it's weird coming out of college where it's like supposed to be this huge life building thing and I feel like I'm so far behind everyone else even though I finished college and I did do it I just feel so far behind and I don't know if other people feel it I know other people feel like that I just wish more people would talk about it because it would make me feel a lot more um normal I guess I have no idea what I'm supposed to do now that I've graduated I thought that I would so I background is I wanted to go to PA school I spent the last three years at least the first year of college I thought I was going to go to PT school and then I thought OT and now I'm like PA like I want to be a physician assistant and so um during my sophomore year I became an LNA and I was working a lot like over the summer I wouldn't really work during the school year but over the summer I would work as an LNA and I thought once I graduated I would just do more of that I would get my hours and I would apply and it was weird going into my senior year and having so many friends who had already like they were applying to schools that year or they had applied the year before and were getting in that year like their senior year so they could just transition right over and now that I'm here uh, one of the first things I did out of college was I quit my LNA job and um and that feels really weird because that was like my whole plan is so in order to apply for um PA school and that's physician assistant like graduate schools um in order to do that you have to have like a minimum of 500 but you a lot of schools recommend around 2000 um patient experience hours and stuff that counts for that is like i don't anything where you're treating or caring for like a patient so uh being a nursing sorry i keep playing with my hair um clip and it's just a little bit I fidget when I'm talking by myself and so I'm fidgeting a lot right now but you have to get all these um patient experience hours and I was like cool being an LNA counts so I did that and then I realized that I hated being an LNA not because of the patients the patients are all wonderful but just like the environment um if you've been an LNA by the way is the same thing as a CNA a certified nursing assistant just for some reason New Hampshire decided to be different or think that they were different and um, do LNA work instead. So we're licensed instead of certified. But it's the exact same thing. Um, but no, I quit that job. 
And so I was like, okay, well, I still need to get patient hours somehow. So I'll go to EMT classes over the summer. Now, mind you, I had no money coming out of college. I still have no money coming out of college. But I decided to take out like a small loan to pay for these EMT classes so that I could keep moving forward in my life, but not have to be an LNA because it just, uh, that's a story for another time, but like, it just was not healthy for me at all. And so I took these EMT classes only to get halfway through them and realize that I don't want to be an EMT either. And I just don't know what I want to do. So now I've got my EMT certification and I haven't taken my license test yet because I'm so broke. I cannot afford like it's like $160 to take the test and $60 every time you have to retake it. And that's just for the written part. Like I think it's separate to do the um the uh the like practice skills exam. And I'm sure I could pass both of them. I'm not really worried about that. That hasn't kept me from taking it. I just like I can't afford it. And I'm paying like $300 a month to pay for these EMT classes now that I don't even want. And on top of that, like I'm starting to pay or I haven't, thank God, my parents have been really good about um, helping me so far. Like I haven't had to pay rent since I came home. I um, I don't pay for my cell phone bill or my car insurance. I pay for gas. Um, but these are all things that I really want. Like I want to be independent. I don't want to rely on anyone for this. So I'm trying to save up and like be able to put that money aside to do those things. And at the same time, I'm paying $300 a month again for this EMT class that I don't even want, but that I finished because I, I was not about to take the class and then just like not finish it out. And I don't know. So in the meantime, it was like, okay, well, what do I do if I'm not an EMT? So while I was in the EMT classes, I decided to um, start working as a hostess which feels really goofy because I came out of college and I was like, I'm ready. I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to do all these cool things. And then I ended up being a hostess, which there's nothing wrong with being a hostess, except that I have a bachelor's degree in science. And like I did that. I just spent the last four of my year years of my life doing that. And I know like when I was in college, everyone talked about how there's so many people don't even use their degrees, X, Y, Z. And, um, you know, people will be like, I've got a math degree, but like I dog sit now for a living or, you know, whatever it is. And I just like, I hear that. And what I hear when people say that is that like, I don't use my degree, but I still able to make a living. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not using my degree right now, but like, I'm also not making a living. Working as a hostess does not help you make a living. Um, like I'm just getting my bills barely scraped by and that's without rent. So it's like, how am I supposed to move out and do all these things on my own? So I started applying to a bunch of jobs, as one does. And I applied from everything from LNAs to patient care providers, which are just like LNAs slash EMTs. Um, and then I applied for EMT positions. And I applied for um, like data analyst positions for like public health stuff. Um, I'll tell you why I did that in a second. But I applied for those and I applied for like uh, healthcare administration jobs and um, family health worker jobs and just all these things around health and public health. And I'm like, I have a bachelor's degree. I have now two certifications, LNA and EMT. So I just I figured that would get me somewhere. But now here I am having gotten rejected from almost every single one of those jobs. Not every single one of them. I've got a couple that like have pulled through, but I've gotten rejected from most of those jobs and I don't know people talk about getting a job and how it's hard and 
I thought that because there's so many openings and like having worked in healthcare, like I know that we need healthcare workers and such. But now having worked in healthcare and then trying to apply to get into healthcare stuff is so hard. Like I feel like it should not be this hard, but it's so hard. So finally, I had like a breakdown point where I had applied to all these jobs. I'd gotten rejected from the top ones I wanted. And I got accepted from like this LNA job, but the whole point of this from the beginning of summer was to not have to be an LNA before. And like, I feel guilty about that too, because I know like the whole saying, like, beggars can't be choosers. And so I feel like I'm in a position where I'm like, I should just take whatever I can. But like, I took an LNA job for the last three years, and I'm still, I'm like two and a half to be honest, but still, I did it. I feel like I did my time in it. Obviously, not that much time, but enough time that I feel like I should be able to try something else. Like, I'm still at an age where those things shouldn't be far-fetched, I guess. Like, I should be able to try things, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's selfish, but that's how I feel about it. And so, finally, I reached out to my friend who works in, like, a recruiting agency for healthcare positions. And I was like, hey, I am getting rejected left and right from the things I thought I'd be qualified for. Is there any chance you have any openings or, like, know of jobs I could apply for? So she's helping me apply to this behavioral tech job. And I don't know if I'll get it, but um, so far, so good with, like, the interviewing process. And I'm thinking I might actually get it. So a behavioral tech basically is someone who works in schools and, um, like, watch. It doesn't watch over. You work with students who might have, like, disabilities or... um, what's a good way to put it like students who might struggle more than others or have like different needs inside the school system that their teachers can't help for so I basically stick with that student or a couple students and I help them through their school day and um so I'd get to work with like kids and teens and I think that would be really cool and so I was like all right I'll do this job you know it's paying better than a host is and um so I've applied I haven't gotten it yet so we'll see what happens But um, as I was applying, I was like, great. So now I'm at this point where I'm not even doing patient care experience job. I'm just like picking this this school job that like just to help me pay my bills. And then so last night I was looking up about the job, just um, kind of just Googling, you know, just figuring out like, what am I getting myself into? And um, I realized that this job actually counts for my patient experience, which I had no idea. When you look on... um, For anyone who applies to like med school or PA school, PT, OT, um, that's like physical therapist or occupational therapist, just like those medical grad schools, um, patient experience is usually listed as like EMTs, paramedics, um, nursing assistants, nurses, uh, and not once have I seen behavioral uh, technician listed on there. Uh, but now that I've like looked it up and researched it, apparently a lot of schools actually take it. So, um, so if you're like me and you don't want to be an LNA anymore, but you still like working with people and you have a passion for that, um, and you want to stay within the realm of like healthcare, I recommend trying behavioral technician, but also like maybe give me a month and let me figure out what this actually looks like. I hate to, actually, no, I wouldn't hate to recommend something for someone Um, when I haven't done it myself, because that also means that I don't know if it's bad, like it might be great. And I'm actually very optimistic about it. So I know that everyone comes out of grad school, not maybe not everyone, but most people come not out of grad school, oh my goodness, out of college, and it's a hard transition, and they miss 
their school. I know I'm definitely not the only person like that. Like, everyone says they miss it and such. But I feel like, I don't know, it feels like I'm the only one struggling. Like, I I know that I'm not. And I know that's, like, such a small-minded thing to think. But it just, I don't know. I guess it's because I went from being around all my friends and around this, like, huge support system to having nothing like around me like my Franklin Pierce for me my college was that was my home like that was my safe space that was where my friends were that's was um like that's where I started so many new things that's where I met Tyler my boyfriend and it's been such like a great experience but it really became home and I stopped considering my home as home and so now I'm back at my parents house and it's no longer home there but I also don't have a home here at Franklin Pierce because like I, I don't go here anymore so I don't know it's just it's weird not having it's like your friends are still your friends and they still support you but you're not seeing them every day and you're not hearing about the little things about their days and so you're just hearing and thinking about your own struggles every day because you don't have your friends that you're like hearing about like I still talk to my friends I still text them we still FaceTime we call we get it together when we can but it's different and so your whole focus just turns into like okay how do I survive as an adult out here and I have no idea how to do that and I've been watching a lot of those like podcasts and YouTube videos that talk about like things I would change about my 20s or like um I don't know how to get through your 20s and blah 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 like advice and stuff and it's all good advice it's not bad advice it's just like I'm having a hard time finding people who are also in this boat of, like, they just graduated, they don't know what they're doing, and they haven't figured it out yet. Like, I don't know, so many people will be like, oh my god, I haven't figured it out yet, but, like, I don't know, but I'm still able to buy this really expensive car, or um, I haven't figured it out yet, but I just got this, like, great job, and, like, I have my first apartment, and I'm like, what if you don't have those things yet? What if you're just stuck in your parents' house, and you've applied to all these jobs, and you've gotten rejected? It's not like I'm trying to be a freeloader over here. But, like, I'm trying, and it just feels like I'm not getting anywhere. And I know I am getting anywhere. I don't know. I know I'm getting somewhere. And I know that just trying is part of the whole process. But I don't know. It just, it'd be cool to see some other people who are also, like, in this boat of, like, what the hell am I doing? Um, so, yeah. So, I'm just here, sitting on my campus, trying to figure that out. I will say that one thing that has... Uh, definitely been helping me is um, doing what I'm calling my adult Pinterest and I know Pinterest was always for everyone but this is like I don't know how I'm doing it where instead of having a board of like if you ever had Pinterest before and you like save your pins like um, before I went to college I saved all these pins for like my first um, college place and how my dorm aesthetic would be I think I named the board like dormspiration or something like that um, I haven't been on Pinterest in forever now, but my adult, 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 yeah, my adult, um, like, board now is uh, having things like Zillow, so when I'm, like, frustrated with my home and uh, just, like, wanting to be on my own but knowing I can't yet and I'm like, oh, I gotta work all these extra hours at this job that's not paying much, um, I look at, uh, like, apartment finding apps and I'll just scroll through the apartments and I'll be like, I will get here at this point, like, like, Pinterest is great because you can see, like, it's very much, like, inspiration stuff for, like, what could be. And you can save all those, like, really cool-looking apartments and things. 
Like, it's great inspiration, but for me, it helps a lot more to see, like, what realistic things are. Like, open an apartment finding app, Zillow, apartments.com, whatever it is, Rent, I think it has one, Rent Cafe, something like that. Um, Literally just go through those and then, you know, put in, like, I'll probably have a roommate, so I do a little, like, two-person thing and then, like what rent I'm looking for, which trust me guys is not high whatsoever because I am so broke. And I'll just look at those and like, yes, they are like bottom of the barrel apartments, but they're apartments that are like, that are like, once I work enough and I get there are like, they are my stepping stone. No, they're not the dream apartments from Pinterest by any means whatsoever, but they're like realistic places that I actually could go to. And so seeing those almost inspires me more than seeing like, like a Pinterest board full of really cool houses or really expensive loft apartments or things like just seeing what's realistic. is just like, okay, this is what I'm working for. This is step one. Step one is getting here. And when I try to think about like moving into a house or something like that, or like a really nice apartment, I'm like, how I like, I don't even, I can't wrap my head around the idea of getting from my parents' house to, like, a really nice house. Like, that, it just sounds a very overwhelming for me. Like, shoot for the stars, certainly, if that's your deal. But for me, that's very overwhelming. So having something like, like, apartment search engines or whatever to look through is, I don't know. It just reminds me that, like, there is something tangible right there. And that isn't to say if, like, you saved up for a house or something that that wouldn't be tangible. But it's not what I want right now. So this is what works for me. So that helps a lot. I definitely recommend anyone doing that. I will say, however, I do have like, I don't know what TikTok called. I forget, like collections, collections, that's what they're called. I do have a collection on TikTok of like apartment DIY ideas. So like my dream would be to live with, um, so my boyfriend and then my, um, one of my best friends, um, from college both of them are actually still in college so they're in their senior year this year so I've kind of done this whole transition with like like my boyfriend's been there for me and my friends have been there for me and my friends who graduated graduated with me have been there but like the people I plan on living with like haven't graduated and just aren't at where I'm at I do have one friend I'm thinking about living with um if if for any reason she hears this I don't want her to hear and be like I thought we were gonna find no like we'll figure it out if that works out but, like, the people I had planned on living with for, like, long term are both still in college. So, I've done this whole transition of, like, trying to figure it out on my own, like, without them, almost. Like, not without them, but, you know, it's different when your friends, and you, like, your boyfriend especially, or your girlfriend or whoever, isn't on the same page as you in life. Like, we're definitely on the same page, but it's just, like, you know, it's different stages. And so... I have, um, so, like, my, I I don't have Pinterest, but, like, I do use TikTok, and I'll save things, uh, just things that, again, are super cool, or, like, a little bit out there, but they're not, like, what's the word, like, they're doable, like, they're, they're DIYs for a reason, like, I can definitely do these things to, like, spice up, so, so I have, like, the realistic stuff, like, the basic like, the apartment stuff, and then I'll look at, like, the cool decorative stuff you can do, and, oh my god, on a side note, if anyone ever likes going on, um, uh, like, garage sale hunts or things like that, I've realized that if you're someone who doesn't, like, want to go through the effort of looking them up, but you live 
in kind of a rural area. Um, like everyone, in, instead of go, doing like a big like garage sale or um, what's the word? Flea market. You can literally just drive, drive around. Like uh, that seems so straightforward, but you could just drive around. I didn't realize that people would put like legit stuff on the side of the road. And in like the last two weeks, I found so many cool things. Like literally sitting behind me. So I'm in my car. And right behind me is this giant stand that I am going to turn into a plant stand for my plants. And it's, like, thick-ass wood. Like, it's nice. And you would never think that someone would just put this on the side of the road, but they did. And then, like, a week ago, or maybe two weeks ago, I found, like, this standing mirror. Like, one of those oval, um, like, wooden standing mirrors. I don't know what you call it, but it's really cute, and I got that. So I have that, and I have, like, this... um this like shelf book stand thing and it's not just shelves it's got like this little glass cabinet thing in it and then it's got like a shelf above it and underneath it and if I could describe it better I would but the words are leaving me right now anyways it's just it's nice it doesn't just look like um a square box with a bunch of shelves in it but like I found that at the same time like my boyfriend and I found like this little piece of art he's putting in his bathroom um on campus and like I found these teacup set and we got those and like they're in good condition and it's so I've been drinking tea for the last two days out of those and it's just sort of fun so it's like one of those little things I'm doing where I'm like like you don't want to collect too much for your future because you don't want to like fill your parents space with a bunch of crap that you can't put anywhere and like you want to save them some things for when you actually do have your own space and like figure out what that looks like but it's kind of nice to, like, have a few things that, like, I know are mine and that I'm going to take with me. Like, I don't know, everything in my parents' house right now. And I keep saying my parents, but I really mean my mom's house. Everything in my mom's house right now is things that she's probably bought me. Like, not everything, but, like, my bed frame. Like, it's the same one I've had since I was a little kid. And, um, I don't know, like, my dresser. Like, that stuff is all from her. Like, my curtains, um, the mirror that's the, uh, there's a mirror like on my dresser that's, um, was hers before. And like, those are all things that like, great, glad I have them, but they're not mine or they are mine, but you know, like, I don't know. It's just different. So having a couple things that I've picked up and like are entirely my own, is just kind of nice. So yeah, so I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, I hope other people are too, and I hope other people, I don't hope other people are in my position, but I hope if they are in my position and they hear this, that they know that they're not alone, and there's a lot of us um, struggle busting it out there, and not everybody graduates college and moves into a perfect apartment with their boyfriend or their friends and stuff, so a lot of us stay at home and have to figure it out and stuff, but yeah, so um, I'm low, it was nice to meet you guys and try this, and I'm going to go finish my Dunkin's and have a good rest of my day, and I hope you do too.